What's up, everybody? It's Jack Lingenfelter, and welcome back to the Straws That Stir the Drinks podcast, where today we talk to our Humshaw, former Georgia 4-H state president. I'm so excited to talk to him today. Our Instagram is at Straws That Stir the Drinks. Follow us there to keep up with new episodes. Check it out. Welcome back, everybody. We have on the phone Mr. Arham Shah. Arham, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing amazing. So I think I want to start off this conversation by kind of asking, you know, you are um, you just got uh, through with a great year of state office. You were the state president for Georgia 4-H. And so I do want to ask, why did you choose 4-H and how has that kind of affected your life? Yeah, absolutely. So growing up in rural South Georgia in Swainsboro, Georgia, I was born and raised here. Uh, it was very hard for me to really figure out my place growing up. But through organizations such as 4-H, Future Business Leaders of America, Beta Club, I really just became who I really am. And 4-H just taught me how to be a better citizen in this world. So why did you decide to then take that next step and run for 4-H state office? Because it's, you know, kind of like the, taking the next step as a leader and, and choosing to serve more as the, you know, the 4-H state president. So what kind of decision kind of led to that? Yeah, that's a great question. So in the sixth grade, I just didn't really have much going for me. I joined band, but my best friend, uh, my two best friends, Andy Martin and Kimberly Rios, were involved in 4-H in elementary school. And they said, Arham, you have to come to an event. Please trust me. You will make best friends here. And our new 4-H agent by the name of Jeffrey Bird invited me to come out to an event. And ever since I went to that event, I made the closest friends and I realized how important Georgia 4-H really is. So I encouraged myself to continue to do it. And when I got into the 10th grade, I realized that I've been supported a lot through this organization, through the mentors that we have and through the members. And I encouraged myself to actually run for district office first. In district office, I became the Southeast District President. And then I decided to run for state office the following year, and I got elected as state president of Georgia 4-H. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm not really familiar of how that whole election process works. If you could run through with me just for a little bit for, for my listeners who really don't know exactly about that process. Yeah, absolutely. So it all starts off at the club level, which each county in the state of Georgia elects a board with a president, a vice president, a secretary, and then smaller positions. And then each, there are four districts available, the Southeast District, the Southwest District, the Northeast District, and the Northwest District. And on each of those, there are boards created of eight people. On the boards, there's a president, a vice president, and then six other board members. So then you first usually run for those positions, and I got elected as president, which is like the top voting position. You don't really run for a position. You just get elected off of like how many votes you have. And then the following year, I decided to do the same thing, which they for state office on that you have a president a vice president three state representatives and then one district position for each of those um districts that are available and i ran for it and i was the top voter once again and then i got selected as president how has this past year as the state president how's that been for you how has that kind of affected you as a student leader 
yeah, without Georgia 4-H, I would not be at the University of Georgia and encourage me daily to meet local representatives, meet senators, meet the governor, meet the commissioner of agriculture. It really got me politically involved, which was the best thing for me because my major at the University of Georgia is political science with a minor in agribusiness. So it really kind of shaped up my life for the future. What were some moments that kind of left an impact on you? What What were some moments that kind of said, okay, this year has, has definitely made an impact and definitely kind of changed something in, in my heart that, that'll, that'll last a lifetime? Sure. So uh, as soon as I got elected, we went to state officer training, which through that, it was a three-day process uh, staying in Athens, Georgia with my board and getting close with them and my board advisors on which we had to do different events where we met up with um, local representatives, also local just trainers. I learned how to be proper in etiquette training. I continued to learn how to be a better public speaker and just overall just learn how to like talk to adults and talk to like donors, which was amazing. But my biggest thing that I did in Georgia 4-H was getting to get to the Capitol building and giving a speech to all the political leaders in the state of Georgia, which really shaped me up. Why do you think that organizations like 4-H continue to be so important today, even though they were founded, you know, more than 100 years ago, it's still relevant today? Why do you think that is? Truly, in school, we can learn about education, but when you go out and actually reach out above and beyond just the school system and join organizations such as FFA and Georgia 4-H, you really are impacted in a way that you can't be impacted in schools. You meet thousands of individuals who are different and come from different backgrounds and who come from different stories that want to be willing to learn. And you guys just come together, become great friends and learn more about the outside world instead of just what you're learning in the school system, which is one of a kind in the education system. Yeah, so your teammates, 4-H is definitely a team organization. Your teammates on uh, as, as a state officer, how did they push you to be you know, a, a better person and a better 4-H member? Yeah, the other eight board members that were on my team um, encouraged me daily. Without them, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be who I am. I call them my family. We worked together for a whole year. They encouraged me daily. They'd call me on the phone. They'd come visit me whenever they were swinging by Swainsboro. And obviously, like, they still check up on me. Um, two of us went to the University of Georgia. And then the other two that also graduated are very close. One goes to uh, KSU and another one is still in school. And it is just the best impact they encourage daily. We switch up on each other. My board advisors, Ms. Mandy and Mr. Jason, continuously call me and shoot me a text just to make sure we're all doing good. Yeah, so how do you think student leaders like yourself can continue to serve in 2020, you know, when it's so hard probably to, to stand up for you what you believe in as a student? You know, you're just trying to get through school. And on top of this, you can also affect change and, and, and cause so much more, you know, you know, change that you can ever believe in. This year through COVID-19, it was very hard. My state officer year actually got cut a little bit. And I mean, still to this day, I'm very encouraged by Georgia 4-H. I was supposed to serve as a camp counselor this summer, so their program is still available for kids that graduate while also having a collegiate 4-H program in numerous colleges across the country. And we have one at the University of Georgia, so I continue to get involved with that. But besides that, 4-H doesn't really grow you up to just be involved in 4-H. 4-H has also grown me up to be involved in other organizations. On campus at the University of Georgia, I'm involved with the Greek Live. 
I'm getting involved with student government. I'm a part of UGA Heroes, UGA Miracle, and of course, I'm still doing collegiate 4-H. So 4-H really just overall expands you to be in the leadership role of getting encouraged and being active in more organizations than just 4-H and shaping you up just to be a better individual overall. Yeah, so we can talk a little bit about uh, the whole COVID-19 situation, how that's impacted, you know, organizations across the state and across the country. Um, and, and, you know, obviously, number one priority is to keep everyone safe. Um, but how has that kind of affected 4-H this year and how have they kind of had to adapt? Well, truly back in March, yeah, March of, la- uh, uh, March of this year, was our first event that was canceled and serving as state president it was a very stressful situation seeing that each and every one of my friends was it was basically their last year before we were and the events were really what made georgia 4-h georgia 4-h so without having the one two three we had about five or six major events that were cut due to COVID, and then we had national congress just this past month and it was also cut and um it was it was just really it was just really sad seeing like how everything was just changing and how my last year especially serving as a state president just basically went down the toilet <laughs> so to speak and it was just it was, it was disencouraging but at the same time everybody had to realize that this is for the safety and the protection of each of the members and the adults so we just had to deal with it. But also, it was really sad realizing that Georgia 4-H, without getting um, money from us going to events and just basically training and creating big fundraisers, was going downhill due to us not being able to produce enough fundraisers and money for the organization. Why do you think it's so important for students especially to get involved in like politics, like you were saying, like especially at, at such a young level? Um, you, you know, why do you think it's important for those students to go to the Capitol and to be involved in 4-H and, and to really, you know, focus on our future? 4-H believes in four major pa- platforms, which is agriculture, STEM, healthy living, and the last one is civic engagement. Civic engagement is truly pushed in 4-H, and I, as state president, was very, very involved in civic engagement, making sure each and every one of the members was super involved with civic engagement. I believe at a young age, starting off in a career in politics or even understanding what politics is, is so important because once we're older or the people that we elect at the age of 18, like this year, I'm a first-time voter. The people that we're electing right now are the people that will be president, senators, representatives all when we are actually in the economy and working for ourselves. So if we don't start learning now about the political system, then once we're old and the people that are elected, that we elected are in charge, then we wouldn't have known who we voted for and we wouldn't know who controls our government system. Yeah, so how do you think leadership especially is going to play an impact in your life? Because you've been affected obviously um, over the last you know 18 years of your life to, to kind of push more and, and to be better through these organizations. So how do you think leadership especially and, and these values that you've learned, how are they going to play a part in your life in the future? Yeah, I, I love that question, actually. So through through 4-H, I really was encouraged to be a better public speaker, get involved in civic engagement, and just overall learn how to be a leader. And through that day and day, I can I can see myself being encouraged and also being qualified compared to other candidates for other positions. I, I'm a part of a fraternity called Phi Kappa Alpha, 
And as a freshman, which is very rare, I was elected as a officer on the whole position that I served. So now I'm an executive as a freshman. And that's not happened in a really long time in our fraternity. So it's just a big deal. And it shows that I, I, I'm trained through 4-H that I can just be a better leader than other people. Yeah, so you now attend uh, UGA. Have you you've mentioned uh, th- throughout the podcast today? So you know it it was crucial that 4H got you to that point. Speak a little more about why it was so crucial that 4H got you to the point to go to UGA. 4H is under the University of Georgia. The Georgia 4H program is under the University of Georgia. So through Georgia 4H and through the events that we held, many uh, UGA professors, many UGA uh, officials came out to all of our events. President Jerry Moorhead of the University of Georgia actually became one of my good acquaintances. So it was just really nice getting to learn more about the University of Georgia through his process and what the university is all about. And he encouraged me heavily back in March to apply to the University of Georgia because I was kind of iffy about applying. And then he heavily encouraged me to be a part of the University of Georgia system. And of course, I applied and I got in and I'm so thankful for it. And I am minoring in agribusiness, like I said. So many of the professors and many of the students that were a part of 4-H that I've already met are also a part of the system at the University of Georgia. And the ag school is one of the best in the whole country. So I'm so happy to be at the University of Georgia through Georgia 4-H. A big part of 4-H is the agriculture. Civic engagement is amazing, and agriculture is kind of the foundation of kind of Georgia and a lot of these organizations that have been built in Georgia. So why do you think agriculture is so important, you know, for these organizations and for students to learn? Well, majorly speaking on my behalf, since I want to get into politics in the future, the major thing of agriculture that has really impacted me is trying to get technology here down in the south for farmers. But besides that is rural broadband. We struggle daily with it being able to have Wi-Fi or being able to compete with the kids in North Georgia or just the north overall. So I want to encourage and just make the government better at us and getting us better Wi-Fi. That, that's amazing. So I ask uh, every guest I have on this podcast, what's your why? And that question uh, simply means why you do what you do, why, why you joined 4-H, why you, you keep continuing to be you know, a student leader. So Mr. Arham, what's your why? My why is definitely because my parents came here. Not not being born here in the United States, my dad grew up in Canada, my mom grew up in India, and my why is why should I make an impact? Because I choose to, because I want to make a difference just because I believe in what I believe in. And I've seen how my parents have struggled their, through their lives to get me to the point that I'm at. But I know that I have a road to just victory. So I continue to prove and I continue to make everyone proud. And I just want to be the better person in the whole situation. And as the 4-H slogan says, make the best better. I want to make the best better. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So uh, finally, what's in store for your future, uh, Arham? You, you've got a lot going for you, and, and we all back you up. So so what's in store for your future past UGA? So past the University of Georgia, I plan to go to University of Georgia Law, get a degree in law, come back down here around my district, and actually run for political office. I want to be a representative here for a few years run for senator and then after i run for senator and hopefully get elected run for governor so the end plan is to be governor of the state of georgia 
Well, that's awesome, man. We're, we're all backing you up, and, and you definitely have our support. Uh, so everybody, thanks for listening. Check out our home on social media. He's an amazing person, an amazing speaker. And you've heard from this conversation. He's got a lot going for him. So uh, thank you, Mr. Arhum, for, for joining me today. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jack. Thanks for listening to another great episode of the Straws of Soda Drinks podcast. Check us out on Instagram at Straws of Soda Drinks to learn about new episodes when they come out. Thanks for listening.